Modern World History, Patterns of Interaction, Chapter 5, Section 5, Parliament Limits the English Monarchy, Setting the Stage. During her reign, Queen Elizabeth I of England had frequent conflicts with Parliament. Many of the arguments were over money, because the Treasury did not have enough funds to pay the Queen's expenses. By the time Elizabeth died in 1603, she had left a huge debt for her successor to deal with. Parliament's financial power was one obstacle to English rulers becoming absolute monarchs. The resulting struggle between Parliament and the monarchy would have serious consequences for England. Monarchs defy Parliament. Elizabeth had no children, and her nearest relative was her cousin, James Stuart. Already King of Scotland, James Stuart became King James I of England in 1603. Although England and Scotland were not united until 1707, they now shared a ruler. James's Problems James inherited the unsettled issues of Elizabeth's reign. His worst struggles with Parliament were over money. In addition, James offended the Puritan members of Parliament. The Puritans hoped he would enact reforms to purify the English Church of Catholic practices. Except for agreeing to a new translation of the Bible, however, he refused to make Puritan reforms. Charles I fights Parliament. In 1625, James I died. Charles I, his son, took the throne. Charles always needed money, in part because he was at war with both Spain and France. Several times when Parliament refused to give him funds, he dissolved it. By 1628, Charles was forced to call Parliament again. This time, it refused to grant him any money until he signed a document that is known as the Petition of Right. In this petition, the king, the king agreed to four points. 1. He would not imprison subjects without due cause. 2. He would not levy taxes without Parliament's consent. 3. He would not house soldiers in private homes. 4. He would not impose martial law in peacetime. After agreeing to the petition, Charles ignored it. Even so, the petition was important. It set forth the idea that the law was higher than the king. This idea contradicted theories of absolute monarchy. In 1629, Charles dissolved Parliament and refused to call it back into session. To get money, he imposed all kinds of fees and fines on the English people. His popularity decreased year by year. English Civil War Charles offended Puritans by upholding the rituals of the Anglican Church. In addition, in 1637, Charles tried to force the Presbyterian Scots to accept a version of the Anglican prayer book. He wanted both his kingdoms to follow one religion. The Scots rebelled, assembled a huge army, and threatened to invade England. To meet this danger, Charles needed money, money he could only get by calling Parliament into session. This gave Parliament a chance to oppose him. War topples a king. During the autumn of 1641, Parliament passed laws to limit royal power. Furious, Charles tried to arrest Parliament's leaders in January of 1642, but they escaped. 
Equally furious, a mob of Londoners raged outside the palace. Charles fled London and raised an army in the north of England, where the people were loyal to him. From 1642 to 1649, supporters and opponents of King Charles fought the English Civil War. Those who remained loyal to Charles were called royalists or cavaliers. On the other side were Puritan supporters of Parliament. Because these men wore their hair short over their ears, cavaliers called them roundheads. At first, neither side could gain a lasting advantage. However, by 1644, the Puritans found a general who could win, Oliver Cromwell. In 1645, Cromwell's new model army began defeating the Cavaliers, and the tide turned towards the Puritans. In 1647, they held the king prisoner. In 1649, Cromwell and the Puritans brought Charles to trial for treason against Parliament. They found him guilty and sentenced him to death. The execution of Charles was revolutionary. Kings had often been overthrown, killed in battle, or put to death in secret. Never before, however, had a reigning monarchy faced a public trial and execution. Cromwell's Rule Cromwell now held the reins of power. In 1649, he abolished the monarchy and the House of Lords. He established a commonwealth, a republican form of government. In 1653, Cromwell sent home the remaining members of Parliament. Cromwell's associate, John Lambert, drafted a constitution, the first written constitution of any modern European state. However, Cromwell eventually tore up the document and became a military dictator. Cromwell most immediately had to put down a rebellion in Ireland. English colonization of Ireland had begun in the 1100s under Henry II. Henry VIII and his children had brought the country firmly under English rule in the 1500s. In 1649, Cromwell landed on the Irish shores with an army and crushed the uprising. He seized the lands and homes of the Irish and gave them to English soldiers. Fighting, plague, and famine killed hundreds of thousands. Puritan Morality In England, Cromwell and the Puritans sought to reform society. They made laws that promoted Puritan morality and abolished activities they, sat, they found sinful, such as the theater, sporting events, and dancing. Although he was a strict Puritan, Cromwell favored religious toleration for all Christians except Catholics. He even allowed Jews to re return. They had been expelled from England in 1290. Restoration and Revolution Oliver Cromwell ruled until his death in 1658. Shortly afterwards, the government he had established collapsed, and a new parliament was selected. The English people were sick of military rule. In 1659, parliament voted to ask the older son of Charles I to rule England. Charles II reigns. When Prince Charles entered London in 1660, crowds shouted joyfully and bells rang. On this note of celebration, the reign of Charles II began. Because he restored the monarchy, the period in his rule or of his rule is called the Restoration. During Charles II's reign, Parliament passed an important guarantee of freedom, habeas corpus. Habeas corpus is Latin meaning to have the body. 
1679 law gave, law gave every prisoner the right to obtain a writ or document ordering that the prisoner be brought before a judge to specify the charges against the prisoner. The judge would decide whether the prisoner should be tried or set free. Because of Hapius Corpus Act, a monarch could not put someone in jail simply for opposing the ruler. Also, prisoners could not be held indefinitely without trials. In addition, Parliament debated who should inherit Charles' throne. Because Charles had no legitimate children, his heir was his brother James, who was Catholic. A group called the Whigs opposed James, and the group called the Tories supported him. These two groups were the ancestors of England's first political parties, James II and the Glorious Revolution. In 1685, Charles II died, and James II became king. James soon offended his subjects by displaying his Catholicism. Violating English law, he appointed several Catholics to high office. When Parliament protested, James dissolved it. In 1688, James' second wife gave birth to a son. English Protestants became terrified at the prospect of a line of Catholic kings. James had an older daughter, Mary, who was Protestant. She was also the wife of William of Orange, a prince of the Netherlands. Seven members of Parliament invited William and Mary to overthrow James for the sake of Protestantism. When William led his army to London in 1688, James fled to France. This bloodless overthrow of King James II is called the Glorious Revolution. Limits on Monarch's Power At their coronation, William and Mary vowed to recognize Parliament as their partner in governing. England had become not an absolute monarchy, but a constitutional monarchy where laws limited the ruler's power. Bill of Rights to make clear the limits of royal power, Parliament drafted a Bill of Rights in 1689. This document listed many things that a ruler could not do. No suspending of Parliament's laws. No levying taxes without a specific grant from Parliament. No interfering with freedom of speech in Parliament. No penalty for a citizen who petitions the king about grievances. William and Mary consented to these and other limits on their royal power cabinet system develops. After 1688, no British monarch could rule without the consent of Parliament. At the same time, Parliament could not rule without the consent of the monarch. If the two disagreed, government came to a standstill. During the 1700s, this potential problem was remedied by the development of a group of government ministers or officials called the cabinet. These ministers acted in the ruler's name but in reality represented the major party of Parliament. Therefore, they became the link between the monarch and the majority party in Parliament. Over time, the cabinet became the center of power and policymaking. Under the cabinet system, the leader of the majority party in Parliament, uh, in Parliament heads the cabinet, is called the prime minister. This system of English government continues today.